Welcome to the Business Life and Joy podcast, where we believe that both your business and your life can be filled with joy. If you want to grow an online business without fear, self-doubt, or the need to take on a hustle around the clock mindset, you are in the right place at the right time. I'm your host, Shante Grant, creative entrepreneur, teacher, two-time online business owner, mom, wife, and friend. Thank you for being present with me for today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome to today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. I am your host, Shante Grant, and I am so thrilled to have you here with me today for a number of reasons. The first of which is today's episode actually comes from a question that came up in my most recent three-day challenge, the Maximize Your Limits Challenge. Um, It was a great question and led to some great conversation and discussion. And I said, you know what? There are going to be some people who are going to miss out on this conversation. And there were many who were present and said, please turn that into a podcast because I want to hear this discussed more than once. And so I said, you know, I know a girl who can take care of that. I ha- She happens to have a podcast called the Business Life Enjoy Podcast. So I can do that. And so I essentially turned my thoughts in answering her question and kind of added some more to that and turned it into today's episode. I'm going to share with you my answer to her question. I'm going to share with you what her wonderful, wonderful question was right after I share with you two things. The first is that today's episode is brought to you by Spring Forward, my online workshop that teaches you how to take control of your time starting today. Now, inside of the Spring Forward workshop, guys, you're gonna get a full workbook, five lessons plus a bonus lesson and more, all from me teaching you how I am able to run two online businesses, host a weekly podcast, pick up my daughter by carpool at three o'clock each day and still make time for myself, my friends and my family. It is possible, it can be done, and I wanna teach you how in Spring Forward and teach you how to take control of your time because you can live a life and grow a business on the other side of busy. And I'm gonna show you how. So you can learn more at springforwardworkshop.com. Again, that's springforwardworkshop.com. And that'll be linked also in today's show notes, which can be found at shantegrant.com forward slash 57. Now, the second thing that I'm really excited to share with you is that it is time for my free live webinar series, and we're going to do a summer series, and I'm calling it Your Plan to Be Powerfully Productive. It's a webinar series that's going to be live where I'm going to help you and teach you how to be powerfully productive, particularly over the summer months, which are typically filled with trips and time off and time with family and friends. So I want to teach you how to set your business up for summer success and really well into the fall which tends to be one of the highest sell seasons for many of us who are products-based business owners. We're gonna talk about what to do when everything feels like a priority and so much more. So please join me for this free live webinar series, which begins on Tuesday, June 12th. You can sign up by going to shantagrant.com forward slash plan. And that also will be linked in the show notes today at shantagrant.com forward slash 57. But if you'd like to sign up, you can go to shantagrant.com forward slash plan plan. That's P-L-A-N. Now, let's dig into today's episode, friends. So 
I'm going to give a caveat or not a caveat, but say if you have not listened to episode 55 from about what, two weeks ago, that's a great episode to pair in conjunction with today's episode. Um, So for those of you who like to binge listen, that might be a great one to listen to after this. Um, Episode 55, I talk about four unsuspecting things that are robbing you of your time. And I think once you listen to today's episode, you can see how they're going to relate. So last week, I hosted the three-day Maximize Your Limits Challenge, and day two was all about eliminating distractions. And from the feedback, everyone really, really, really loved day two talking about eliminating distractions. I think it hit home to pretty much everyone who watched and participated in the challenge. And if by chance you missed that, there's no problem because I have even more detail and a complete lesson in Spring Fort talking about eliminating distractions. We're talking about physical distractions, mental, relational, all types of distractions from your business and life. And you can find that at springfortworkshop.com. But during day two, one of the participants posted in the Facebook group. She asked a really honest question. She shared that for her, one of the first things she had to do was go and unfollow all of her quote unquote, using her words, competitors. Now she happens to own a hair bow company as well. And she said she had found herself spending so much time looking at what other hair bow companies were doing. And so she asked me this great question. And she said, when your business has so many competitors, how do you not get distracted by that fact alone? That's her question verbatim. And I thought that that was such a great question. So today, what I want to do is talk about that with you. I want to talk about competition. I want to talk about distractions and my suggestion on how to view what I call like providers and how you can avoid the distraction of what I also believe is just a perceived competition. It's the perception, right? So before we get to answering her question, I actually have a few things that, you know, we can kind of pick apart with this question. And really that's going to get us to our answer because this question actually presupposes a few things. Um, the first thing I always like to do when I'm talking about a particular word is you guys know who's listened to the podcast is actually let's talk about what that word means. And so for me, she talked about her competitors and competition. And so I took to the dictionary and said, okay, what is the definition of competition? And so I saw things like a rivalry, um, for supremacy, rivalry for a prize, a contest for a prize or for honor or advantage. And then I looked in the the thesaurus and found some synonyms to competition. And I saw a struggle, a clash, a race, opposition, contention. And so what I derive from just those words and definitions is that competition is this view that presumes there is going to be a winner and there is going to be a loser, right? Because it says a rivalry for supremacy or a prize or an honor or an advantage One person gets it and the other person does not. Like that is competition, right? According to its own definition. So the first thing that I want to do when we are trying to address this question, and again, the question is, I'm gonna go back to it. When your business has so many competitors, how do you not get distracted by that fact alone, right? So the first thing I want to do is I wanna invite you to rid of the myth that a business, a person, a company that offers a service that is similar to yours, falls within the same category as yours, speaks to a similar audience as yours, is by definition your competition, right? 
Because if that's the case, that means only one of you can rise to this honor, this advantage, this prize, this trophy. This really presupposes, based on the nature of the word and the definition of the word competition, that between the two, three or 3,000, you know, of you that do something similar, there can only be one winner and everyone else is a loser, right? That there is only one gold medal, only one first place prize. And this just is not so. And it's not how successful business owners think or base their frame of thinking around. Because business is not the NBA finals. It's not the Olympics, right? And If that is your view, then you will forever remain distracted from your purpose and what you can offer because you'll always be thinking of strategy to beat the competition as opposed to strategy to meet the needs of your customer and continue to outdo yourself and yourself alone. And I'm going to say that again because I really want that to hit in and hone in for you. Let's make it a tweetable. Does anyone still tweet anymore? Um, (laughs) But. Business is not the NBA, right? And if you view it that way, like that there's one clear winner and everyone else is a loser, then what you're going to do by framing your mindset that way, you will forever be distracted from your purpose and what your business can offer or what your life can offer, because you're always going to be thinking from that mindset of, I have to have a strategy to beat the competition. That is my purpose here. I am supposed to just be doing something to beat the person across the street as opposed to what your strategy should be focused on is a strategy to meet the needs of your customer and the person you want to continue to outdo is yourself and yourself alone. I say it so often that I am my biggest competition. I want to be so great and then the next year say, I think I can beat her. I think I can beat that Shantae girl again. I think I can do it. She did some good stuff. But if I tap into what got her to that place, which is me, I can do something even greater. I can make something better. I can tweak it. So when it comes for me to think about, you know, what am I trying to outdo? It's myself from the year before or the launch before, right? It's perfecting and growing myself because I'm not basing what I do based on what someone else is doing. Because when you do that, that is in itself a distraction. So that's the first lesson before we can even answer that question. The first thing I want to invite you to do, number one, is rid of the myth that a business, a person, a company um, that's similar to yours, a company that falls in your same category, a company that speaks to a similar audience is by definition your competition. Because if that is true, Only one of you can succeed, quote unquote, and everyone else has to be second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, right? So number two, the lesson for number two, um, before we can even get to the question, stems from this concept that I like to call, you know, everyone has at least one thing. And here's what I mean. I believe, and I have found to be true, that everyone, and I mean everyone, has a thing, a strength, a talent, a gift, a perspective. You ever heard someone who can offer us perspective on something and you're like, huh, the way you put that and the way you see that, it's so clear. They just have this gift of like their perception and the ability to explain it is a gift, right? But everyone has something, talent, gift, strength, whatever it is. I just, So I just put it all under the category as a thing. And some have more than you know, things than others. Some have three talents. Some can play 
basketball really well, or maybe they can write really well, or they're very talented at X, Y, and Z, but everyone at least has one thing, right? And what some people do is they take their thing and they turn it into a business because that's going to then allow them to do the thing they do well and share it with other people while also being able to take care of their needs, meaning being paid, compensated for their talent and turning into a business. And at the same time, provide the needs for their community, their team, their customers, because there's an exchange there, right? And then I'm going to break this down to a really simplified word picture for you. So if I'm looking at two businesses, right, we have business A and business B, and they fall into the same category. They have a similar generally speaking audience. And what we're going to do is call them like providers because they offer, they provide like things. I don't look at it as it's A versus B, right? That's that competition and only one can win. I look at it as A speaks to A people of the world and B speaks to the B people of the world. And if they both stay true to who they are, if A stays in A and B stays a B and speaks its language B speaks its language and A speaks A's language, then neither of them will ever go hungry or without because our world is filled with A and B people and A, B, C, D, however many letters we want to go through, right? We're all so different. And the B people aren't going to find exactly what they need, what they want or what they desire from the A company and vice versa. The A people aren't really going to be thrilled and excited and loyal leagues and repeat customers of B. So what that does for me is tell me two really important things that become my second and my third point. The first is that if you're an A, be an A, right? Otherwise you do yourself a disservice and you're doing all the A people of the world a disservice because they're looking for you to do the thing that you do in the A type way, the way that A's look for it, right? So for example, if you're Target, be Target because there's Walmart of there's a Walmart of the world, but there are some people who only want what Target has to offer. And so be you. If Target tries to be Walmart, they're going to lose so many of the people who are looking for the targets of the world, right? So if you're an A, be an A. If you're B, be an B. And what that really means is be you. Be yourself because there's no way your gift, your talent, your perspective, your gift, whatever your quote unquote thing is, it's not going to fully mature if you're not being fully you. And so we need that. That's the first lesson. The second one is that A and B are not in competition. In fact, they both need each other because their need is necessary for them to meet the needs of the many people out there, right? We need the A's, we need the B's, we need the C's, the D's, all the different companies, all the different types of tennis shoe, all the different types of purses, all the different types of things you can purchase It's because it's not your one thing. It's not going to speak to everybody, right? So with that understanding, if there is something that I can do to help A, let's say I'm a B, and I can do it without causing damage to my own business, I can do that without fear or without doubt because I know that helping A isn't doing a disservice to B. I know that helping A, giving A some advice, some insights, some support, some encouragement is not hurting me. It has, it's not you, if you win, that means I lose. In fact, if A wins, it's more likely that I'm going to win as a B 
because when small business wins, you know, when one small business wins, it makes opportunity and room for more small businesses, right? I always say when one woman succeeds, it makes room for other women to succeed because we're putting women in a place who will then see and look around and value and bring more women on board with her. So that's how I want you to look at business. And it also means that I don't have to view my competitor, my quote unquote competitor, a like provider from a negative stance because that question presupposes that quote unquote competition, people who do what you do, it's a negative thing. You have to be distracted by it. But because when you come from the negative stance and you look at everyone as a competitor, that's why I say, just call them a like provider, right? What it's going to do to you is cloud your judgment because we already talked about that. You're thinking about strategy in a me versus them as opposed to strategy in a me meeting the needs of my customer and using my gifts, right? So it's gonna cloud your judgment is going to hurt your witness in this world. And what I mean by that is if you are putting out this negativity, because it comes out, it eeps out of you. I see it in, in business owners and it really actually makes me sad more than any other type of emotion, but it reeks from you. And I think it messes up your witness in this world about who you are and what your business does. I think it shows a lack of confidence and a true lack of understanding of your own purpose and your own greatness, which to me is the greatest of all of the disappointments. If you're so busy thinking someone else is so great and so whatever that you're missing, overlooking and bypassing, seeing your greatness, seeing your gift, I think that's really sad and very, very unfortunate. And so I hope if that is you, that you are taking Um, the words that I'm saying really to heart. And so those are like point two and point three. The first one is if you're an A, B, and A, be you, right? And then A and B aren't in competition. They need each other. They're both needed actually in the world because the world needs A and B so that the world has options. And really, I always say this, with all the resources, you still, one, can't please everybody, right? Right. And two, you really can't fulfill the need. Like no one business can literally meet the need of every human being on earth. It is impossible. So we need other like providers. Hey friend, it's me, Shantae. And I know you're probably already said at least once this week how busy you are. Am I right? You know, when your to-do list doesn't seem to quite match up to the amount of time you have to get it all done. And not just for business, but for your life too. That's where I can help. Allow me to introduce you to my Spring Forward Workshop, an online workshop that teaches you exactly how I am able to run two online businesses, host a weekly podcast in my day at 2.30 for carpool, and of course, I make time for the occasional Target and TJ Maxx runs. I created this workshop to help women just like you start exactly where you are, and we work together to help you create a plan for the limited time that you have each and every day. Now, each lesson is designed to teach you a new skill and comes along with in-depth worksheets to help you to apply each lesson. Now, this hands-on workshop will require you to challenge the old way of thinking about time and teach you how to build time-maximizing habits. Spring Forward comes with lifetime access to any and all updates, five short and powerful lessons teaching you how to take
take control of your time, a detailed workbook to help you implement every lesson, examples of my workflows that I create in my own businesses to get the most out of my time and so much more. So if you're ready to ditch busy and give overwhelmed the heave ho, join me inside of this online workshop as we spring forward to the other side of busy. Sign up today at springforwardworkshop.com. That's springforwardworkshop.com. So all of this, especially the about forgetting about your greatness leads me to my next and fourth point. So when you are forever looking at a like provider, what you're doing is stealing time from yourself to offer the thing that only you can do. That thing that we talked about earlier that you have, you're not using it because that thing isn't to look at other people. Like that's no one's gift to just look at other people and be like, oh, look at the competition. Look at the like provider. Look at, you know, Susie Q and her business. What you are saying to your talent, to your view, to your gift when you spend so much time being distracted by what other people are doing is you're saying, hey, you, hey, you gift. I know you're right there. But guess what? You're not good enough because look at that person's talent. Look at that person's business. Look at that person's life over there. That's where it's happening. That's where it's at. I mean, look at all the things she's doing. Look, 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 right? I think I gave this example um, in episode 55 as well, but I heard Todd Herman on Instagram and Insta stories give this example. He was walking down the streets of New York and they were filming a movie and everyone as they're walking starts to move slower. They're pausing the look to see, you know, ooh, are there any celebrities out there? What movie are they they're filming? And as he was walking with this crowd, he's looking forward, you know, he looks down and there's a $5 bill and he picks it up and he says, well, this is a business les- lesson if I've ever seen one. Everyone is so busy looking at what other people are doing, what shiny objects they have, what new projects they have, what new stores they're getting into, what new products they're doing, how their team is being built, how they're growing. And the reason you're not is because you don't get paid to look at what other people are doing. But if you were to just to put your nose to the ground and do your work, you would have the money that he now has in his hand because everyone else was off looking into the clouds, trying to see who the celebrities were, right? So the short answer, the short answer to the question, when your business has so many competitors, how do you not get distracted by that fact alone? The short answer is you find meaning and you find purpose in your life, in you, in your gifts, in your talents, and what it is that your hands were shaped to do. And when you can do that, number one, the first thing you do is you honor the gift that thing that you have and you begin to use it. And then you'll find doors opening for you and opportunities coming your way. And number two, you'll then view competition, quote unquote, like providers differently because you'll recognize that B and C, they're simply using their talents and their ideas in their business or in their life. And if they're not, that's their problem or their burden to bear, right? And so that's how I also deal with the whole quote unquote copycat stone throwing that gets thrown out so much. If you're doing you and what you're supposed to be doing and you're set out to do, no one can replicate that. I could give everyone or give someone every resource that Because of Zoe Designs uses. I could give them all my fabric. I can give them our manual. I can give them everything. 
and they still cannot replicate because of Zoe Designs. Now, I'm not going to, let me be clear, right? I'm not going to give them the work that I worked so hard on and the patterns that took me over a year to create. But what I'm saying is if I did, they still wouldn't recreate exactly what I have because the missing ingredient is me. The missing ingredient in your business would be you. And that's what really, that's the secret sauce, right? So one, when you find out your own purpose in your life and your gifts and you honor that, it's gonna make room for you. It's going to open doors for you. It's gonna create opportunities. I can promise you that I am a living witness of this, friends. And then it changes your view. It changes your eyesight, right? It's like putting on glasses when you needed them for so long and you've just been walking around unable to see and all you saw was blurs and you put these glasses on and you get the proper perspective and you realize, oh, that's not my enemy. That's not my competition. That's just someone else who's doing the same thing I am and that's using their gifts and their ideas and their talents. And sometimes it seems that we come up with similar concepts, but that's not unheard of, friend, you know? But it's you that makes yours unique and it's them that makes theirs unique. So I think that's really the short answer. And another interesting thing that I have really found to be true about doing your thing and staying in your lane is as you do that, you begin to perfect it and really hone in on what it is that you do in a way that you really can't do it when you're not putting in the time and the work to invest in your talent or gift. But when you actually start, when you recognize it, And you take the time to really start doing it, even if you're like, I don't know if I'm doing it right. I'm just going to get started imperfectly, imperfectly, imperfectly. There we go. Imperfectly. And you get started. What happens is it blossoms. It grows. That's why you may see someone start in one place and then they niche down or they hone in on a particular skill or they start off and they're like, oh, okay, this is playing like little chopsticks. But then the next thing is they're make their Mozart, right? They're just doing so much great, so many great things. And I can tell you this is so true. If it sounds familiar, if you've listened to episode 54 of the podcast, you can hear evidence of that in my own business where I talk about how I niche down. But it was only after years of doing the work and seeing certain things and honing in on those things and seeing how those were truly my talents. So The second thing, as you begin to focus on your thing, right, your talent, and you use it, here's what is really cool. You'll not only find that it strengthens your talent and your gift, and it's made better, but you get better ideas, you get better options coming towards you, and you find expansion either in new talents forming or just the depth to the talent you already have, which is just really, really cool. But you can't get that reward if you're not using your gift and your talent. That's the key, right? That doesn't happen when you're distracted, when you're looking at what someone else is doing or has, which reminds me of another great episode, actually, um, for the podcast. One of my favorites, episode 50 on the necessity of contentment, which you can listen to at shantagrant.com forward slash 50. But those are just two things I have noticed about what happens to a person and you can see it in their lives. You can see it in their business. When someone truly finds out who they are and can appreciate that and own it and then start to use that talent and that skill, ooh, it's so good. You just see it just, it's like there's a light shining around them and then they either develop all these other great things so they expand outwardly 
or they go more depth. It's just really, really cool to watch. But I want to get back to our question because I gave you the short answer. The question again was, when your business has so many competitors, how do you not get distracted by that fact alone, right? But along the way, we dissected that question. And I think what we discover is that our businesses, they don't have competitors in the true meaning of the word. I can win and you can win. I can meet my impact and income goals and you can too. So by definition, then that means we both won. I set a goal and I hit it or I exceeded it. You set a goal and you hit it or exceeded it. We both win, right? And we're actually more likely to get there if we support one another than if we act like we're in the NBA playoffs where there can only be one person to receive the prize, right? So when your business may have, and let's say not say may, your business will have like providers that come along. The way not to allow that to become a distraction is by understanding your own power, your unique thing, and knowing that no one can replicate you. But what you can do is you can actually end up giving up your gift, your talent by wasting your time looking at everyone else and forsaking the work that you have to do. In addition to acknowledging and owning your thing, you also have to respect the things of everyone else, right? More seats can be added to the table for those who want to put in the work and stay true to their talents, right? For that table, I will always add more chairs. Now, for people who want to start the shortcut club and to just do what everyone else is doing without honoring the work that they are gifted and talented to do, that's an entirely different thing. And that's not what I'm talking about today. So I hope that... This episode has been a really big help for you. And as I prepare to like just kind of bring this episode and my thoughts to a close, I'm reminded as I was talking about the parable of the talents and how it's really applicable to this lesson and to this episode. And if you're unfamiliar with the parable of the talents, you can Google it. Or if you happen to have a Bible, it's Matthew's Gospel 25, verses 14 through 30. And it's a parable that essentially shares the three um, shares three different people with who were given talents. One person was given five talents. One person was given two talents and the last person was given one. Now they all have one thing in common. They all have talent, right? And I said that at the beginning, I said, some of people are gifted with more than one thing, but we all have a thing. And that's really all you need is your thing. Because remember I talked about as you use it, it grows, right? So there's no question here that everybody involved had a talent. And yes, they all started with different amounts, but they all had something that was uniquely theirs to work with. And the one with five went to work with it and immediately doubled it. Now had 10. Same thing for the person who had two. He doubled it and now had four. But the person who received one, I suspect seeing someone else with what appeared to him to be more did nothing. And because of that, he ended up losing the one And it was given to the person who had 10, who now has 11, right? Had he put the one to work, he could have made two and then two, four, four, eight, right? So not only did he not have the one talent anymore, but he got given to the person who actually had more already. And I think when we're so busy looking at like providers or anyone else's business or life for that matter, you're laying yours down. You're not giving attention to what you have to do. And it makes it easy for someone to come by and then scoop up your talent, scoop up your audience, you know, and then put it, put it in use. I mean, since you're not using it anyway, you're too busy looking at everyone else. I guess they say, well, I guess this talent is up for grabs, right? 
So I hope that this has been a really helpful episode for you, but also that it will be one that you pass along and share wide because this is a message and an answer to a question that I think is really important for business owners and really anyone can listen to and apply it to either their business or their life. And if you want to learn more about how to rid your life of mental, physical, emotional, and relational distractions, I want to invite you to sign up for the online workshop. It is called Spring Forward, and we dive deep into that work and so much more. And you can learn more at springforwardworkshop.com. Make sure to share your comments from today's episode with me over on Instagram at Shante Grant. And let me know that you're listening because I love seeing your tags, saying you're listening by tagging me over on Instagram as well. And if you haven't taken the time to leave a review for the podcast, I would be so grateful if you would do so today. Hey friend, it's me, Shantae, coming right in the middle of our conversation in this podcast episode, but it's with good news. I have a question for you. Have you ever found yourself at the end of the day or the week or the end of the month with little to no results to show for it, despite the fact that you were so quote unquote busy the entire time? Well, guess what, my friend, you're not alone. And most importantly, this does not have to be your story. I want to tell you and introduce you to my brand new training called Peace, Pace, Progress. It teaches you how to get work done that matters, how to go from big picture goals all the way down to the day-to-day activities and how to get specific and leave the generic and general out of your plans and so much more. Are you tired of filling notebooks with ideas that never happened? Well, let Peace Pace Progress help you sort through those ideas and teach you which ideas to prioritize and which to trash so that you can begin to see tangible, measurable results in your business. So my friend, what are you waiting for? It's time to put an end to no longer having a system that works. No more working on several things at once and not accomplishing anything that makes your business money. Don't go another day wasting your precious time. So today is the day for peace, pace, and progress in your business. Find out why Dion says, so I just finished Shantae's Peace, Pace, Progress course, and it is everything. From the very beginning of the course, everything resonated. I was definitely team too much. I was grinding for hours on end and into the wee hours of the morning. And now, after Peace, Pace, Progress, when I look back, very little of what I was doing really accomplished anything to move my business forward. Now, I know exactly how to do that. Stephanie says, I finished Peace Pace Progress and loved it. I've always felt a lot of anxiety about feeling like I should be doing so much to get things accomplished, but it was hard to get that broken down into specific steps and timelines for some reason. But now, thanks to Peace Pace Progress, I've got my weekly and daily workflows filled out and I know exactly what I should be doing. So are you ready to get things done, make the most of your time, and get more done in less time? If so, head on over to peacepaceprogress.com to learn more, my friend. I'll see you there. I hope that wherever you are and whatever you are doing, that the sound of my voice finds you in the midst of pursuing something that has sincere meaning to you. You can find a brand new episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast each and every Monday morning waiting just for you at shantagrant.com forward slash podcast. And remember, the best way to say thank you for the podcast is by sharing the content with a friend. Until next time, my friend, may your business and your life be filled with joy as we journey to the other side of busy. Bye for now.